Welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Cale. I'm the teaching pastor at the Delaware campus. And uh, this past Sunday, we continued on uh, in our series we're calling New, uh, continuing on through our study here in Revelation as well on the Drivecast. I want to read to you from Revelation 18 today, uh, first five verses or so. It says, After this, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, and he had great authority, and the earth was illuminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen! Fallen is Babylon the Great. She has become a dwelling for demons and a haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues, for her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. And it goes on to say that she's going to be paid back double for what she has done, right? That God is judging uh, this great city called Babylon. Now, uh, that doesn't sound particularly pleasant. I recognize that, but let me try to give some context here. If you remember from chapter 17, Babylon is this name uh, given that, yes, it refers to you know the old city of Babylon. It also it was uh, associated with the Roman Empire. And, and from a biblical perspective, John is not just referring to the Roman Empire here, but Babylon is sort of universalized in the Bible to describe uh, this really every civilization, every great civilization as it turns away from God, right? The way of Babylon is the way of really the beast, it's it's marked by you know Babylon represents and in seventeen it's uh, she, Babylon is pictured as this woman dressed luxuriously uh, who's drunk on the blood of the saints right those that she has killed Rome killed many many Christians at this point in time and she's seated on the beast right so there's this association between her and the beast and and what what marks Babylon is materialism. The addiction to wealth, money, pleasure, sexual immorality, sensuality. I mean, really just a life without God, right? Idolatry, worshiping things that are not God. It goes all the way back to the Tower of Babel, right? There's an association, Babylon and and the Tower of Babel, of mankind saying, you know what? We will build our own way to the heavens, And really the spirit of Babylon in that sense goes back to the garden, right? With the enemy coming in and telling uh, Adam and Eve, you guys can be like God, right? You don't need to submit to him. You don't need to listen to him. You can be like him. it's, um, It's this thing inside of mankind, inside of the human heart, this sinful tendency that lends itself then towards idolatry, sexual immorality, addiction to greed. And so here's the important thing to remember. Um, At the time of this writing, I mean, it seemed like those things were winning, right? The Roman Empire, which is marked by luxury, materialism, wealth, persecution of the saints, idolatry, and and rampant sexual immorality. I mean, they're the ones in power. It seems like Babylon's winning. And here John is reminded and the reader is reminded uh, the end of Babylon is coming that fallen is Babylon. There, there is coming a day where God is going to judge, right? The kingdom of the beast, the kingdom of Babylon and all those who follow it. And so this is not going to last. And that's why, at least in part, you also have the next part where uh, the angel calls out and says, the, the voice calls out and says, come out of her, my people, 
right? Don't, don't associate with her. Yes, uh, that lifestyle is intoxicating, right? Wealth is seductive. Money finds its way inside. The love of money finds its way inside of our hearts. Sin is enticing, right? It, we don't get addicted to sin or enslaved to sin because it's so obviously disgusting. We get addicted to sin. We fall into temptation because it's tempting. It presents itself as something beautiful and wonderful. That's what the enemy tries to do to us, right? Say, look, look, isn't this going to be wonderful? But then you, you step down that path and you find pretty soon that it leads to death and destruction. And so God looks at his people You and me, all those who have come underneath the grace and the blood of Jesus and says, look, you might live in the midst of Babylon in a sense, but don't live like Babylon. Yes, you should live in the midst of Babylon. Witness to those living that way. Pray for them. Preach Christ to them. But don't, don't let Babylon inside of your heart. Don't adopt that way of living. You've been rescued out of that. You've been redeemed and forgiven by the blood of the Lamb, by the death and resurrection of Jesus. So don't go back to that. Romans chapter 12 addresses this. says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world, but rather be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so I'll end uh, really the same way I ended last week, saying to those of us listening right now and you're a believer, uh, I just... uh, Temptation it abounds, and, and it is difficult to be a faithful follower of Jesus. And so uh, I just want to really say to you what the scriptures say here. Uh, come out of Babylon, right? Don't live that way. Uh, do not be conformed to the pattern of the world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Keep your eyes firmly fixed on Jesus. And if today you know that, man, materialism, sexual immorality, Like I'm enslaved to those things. Those are the things that mark my life. Idolatry, pursuing things that are not God. Uh, The end of that, the end of Babylon is judgment by the Lord. Come out of that. Repent. Find mercy and grace at the feet of Jesus today. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you. We thank you for who you are. Lord, I I know these realities and images can be difficult uh, in Revelation, but they teach us such important truths. So give us ears to hear, Father, and eyes to see. And I pray, God, you'd help us to stay faithful uh, in the midst of our culture. And Father, for anyone who does not yet know you, that they would come to know, uh, Lord, the way that you love people and the way you've proven that through the life, death, and resurrection of your Son and the grace that's offered to them today. Pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Take some time now uh, to pray uh, for yourself.